Peace, peace, and love. Welcome again to the APPC podcast. That's the Northeast Political Prisoner Coalition podcast. My name is Brother Frank, and I'm with my former political uh, prisoner. Today's episode is the first of a, a several part series. That several part series is committed to those martyrs. Uh, this is October, it's the month of martyrs. You know, we have people who sacrifice for the greater good, people like Thomas and Cara, who we're going to talk about today, uh, people like Che Guevara, who we'll talk about next week, and a brother by the name of Samoa Michelle, who we'll talk about uh, the week after. Uh, we understand the importance of a martyr, those who made sacrifices because they understood uh, the bigger picture. The bigger picture is what's in the best interest of the collective as opposed to their personal interest. And um, the same uh, principles that the martyrs stood on is the same principles that the political prisoner stands on. So whenever we talk about something that's dealing with the, um, the struggle for national liberation, we're going to have to talk about martyrs. We're going to have to talk about political prisoners. Because without those levels of sacrifices, then uh, people don't understand the seriousness of what's at hand. So today, as we focus on our brother, our comrade, Thomas and Kara, we want people to share with at least 10 people. We want you to uh, donate, donate a dollar, you know, cash app, Safus and Kofa, that's S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A. Please like, let's uh, see who we, who's listening. Uh, and if you have some advice, you know, we appreciate it. So uh, uh, Thomas and Cara, right, he was assassinated uh, before the age of 40. He understood what was at stake. He addressed the colonial power, which was France, and um, he said that we're going to have to do something about that. Um, their liberation brought forth a new identity in himself and those who were in um, solidarity with the, the struggle for national liberation. And uh, it's uh, very interesting because it's called Bukino Faso, which is land of the upright man. And I think that that's very important because he and uh, those who fought for national liberation understood as we come into our own and we come into independence, we have to have a new identity. So we have to begin by declaring who we are and declaring what our land is. So to say Bukino Faso is to say there's a new man, a new woman, a new people that's coming into being that recognizes at this point on forward, we determine what's in our best interest. Uh, Thomas Cara, he had um, uh, accepted the role of leadership and in accepting the role of leadership, he had to address uh, things that were not common to address, which is one was the, the role of women, right? Prior to their, um, pre- prior to his uh, position or their national liberation, um, women were not given the same uh, level of power after their uh, national liberation, and uh, he uh, fought for their rights and fought to give them a better position than uh, they had previously. And I think that that's very important. He dealt with various sectors in uh, the nation, uh, literacy. Um, He dealt with the environment, and uh, how to go into details about those specifics. But it's very important that we understand what was prior to their national liberation um, and then what came after that, because that allows us to understand um, what people are fighting for when they take a position, as uh, the brother Sankara, our comrade, did. So, um, wow, Yeah, peace and love. When we study history, there's some very, very valuable lessons. Okay, Thomas.
was an example of the type of integrity that can move a people forward, that can stand up and successfully resist oppression and exploitation. Um, Thomas Sankara was a young man. So when we think about youth, you know, youth need to take a look at a young brother who came up through the ranks. You know, uh, we hear a lot of talk in the street about soldier activity, you know, about um, violence against somebody that looks just like you, you know, uh, and, uh, you know, being, being proud of, you know, notches on your gun, you know, killing someone of your own race. So young people need to look at a youth uh, that, that Thomas Sankara was, died when he was assassinated, when he was 39 years old as a youth, he was a soldier. However, uh, standing up for righteousness and justice, you know, um, led a revolutionary struggle which liberated his nation from France. You know, a very um, worthy and honorable achievement. You know, so when youth, you know, I hear youth out in the street, young men uh, out in the street, talking about they're going to get a sack, you know, they're going to get a kilo, you know, as if uh, this is the uh, ultimate achievement in life, you know. But look at what this brother did, you know. He uh, ran a nation, you know, and um, fought very, very hard to resolve some uh, tremendous problems that the nation had, you know. Um, the, the, the reversing desertification, you know, the encroachment of the desert in Africa. This was uh, something that was unique uh, to Thomas Ankara. Had a 10 million tree. Um, increase the, the literacy rate of the people by 60%. You know, when folks on health, uh, education, housing, you know, uh, a great uh, accomplishments in all of these areas. You know, elevated women to very, very high places. You know, women had very, very high stations in his administration. You know, he ended mutual you know, forced marriages, you know, um, women were oppressed in Bikini Bissau, you know, uh, a very, very poor nation, you know, very, very hard times, you know, um, they, um, uh, the, uh, uh, the Ivory Coast used to use their workers, you know, and, and pay them, uh, you know, very, very menial salaries, you know, uh, you know, slavery by a different name, you know. So Thomas Sankara, you know, had a very, very uphill struggle, you know, struggle against France all the time, you know. And, you know, one thing that, you know, we see every now and then is uh, black people talking about they French, you know, with a type of uh, pride, you know, in France, or even talk about they from England, you know, uh, proud of their colonizing. But, but Thomas Sankara, you know, was African all the way. And
community that needs to spread, you know, throughout uh, the African world and throughout the, uh, the uh, oppressed and kidnapped African nation here in America. You know, great, great lessons to be learned from this brother, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, we, uh, we need to increase revolution to make revolution, you know. Um, there's ideas that we pump, you understand, uh, that we try to popularize, you know, to give power to the idea of independence, being dependent, not depending on another nation. Uh, some Thomas and Tara was uh, instrumental in um, growing the uh, natural resources of the country and not uh, of the nation and not depending on imports from the colonizer. Right, one of the things that he said, and he's famous for it, he said, he who feeds you controls you. Right, right, right. And I think that that's very important because we have to uh, be self-determinate, determined at all levels. And for us to understand that, that's uh, very important because we have to uh, ask ourselves, what are the intentions of those who are trying to aid us and who uh, don't want to see us have any independence or any opinion or point of view regarding what's in our best interest. Yeah, you know, those who try to control us through uh, feeding us and also, uh, you know, these foreign debts that they uh, uh, put on us and their interests, you know, all this serves to control a nation, control the economy of nations such that uh, the economy of nation uh, you, know, you know, serves their interests and enriches uh, those who, uh, what they, they call it aid, but it ain't aid. You know, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's usury, you know. And um, uh, Thomas and Kara, um, you know, fought against this, stood up against it. You know, uh, self-determination is something we talk about all the time, you know. So by us being uh, independent in our study, in our understanding of shining examples of self-determination, you know, uh, this becomes a very, very valuable weapon in our struggle here in the United States, you know, and at the same time, um, being true in friendship, you know, looking out for one another, being family, you know, this is what Thomas Sankara exhibited on a national level and other African nations, you know, Understand was 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 taking up this method, this understanding, this type of thinking, you know. And this had Western nations very very upset, you know. And France um, organized different African leaders who they still had control over, you know, to come against the type of politics, uh, the, the political economy that Thomas Sankara instituted, you know. And um, we talk about friends and enemies, you know, him being a true a true friend of the people, you know, his main man, Blaise Campara, you know, that was instrumental in his assassination, you know, and that is a, a, a disgrace, you know, so um, our people here in this struggle here, you know, in America, we must reject all ideas of corruption of inside our organizations, disloyalty, you know, uh, collaborating with the enemy, you know, must have a very, very uh, great deal of disdain with these type of things, you know. Uh, Blaise 
Sahara, you know, organized, uh, uh, you know, the the, 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 the the French was uh, networking for propaganda against this, uh, uh, Thomas Sankara's regime, you know, and Blaise the Blaise Kapara, you know, took advantage of and organized his assassination. Yes, he, so, he, he, he took advantage of, of uh, opportunity. Right, right. You know, and uh, you know, these are... Uh, these are lessons that we must learn in history. You know, America has a history of assassinating our leaders. Brother Malcolm, uh, Brother George Jackson, yes. uh, uh, Chairman Fred Hampton, you know, right. people who uh, contributed very, very greatly to the struggle and to the ideas. But what happens when you uh, kill a martyr, his ideas, yes. you understand, become uh, enlightened, they grow.
understand that our political prisoners are being held captive because of the ideas that they represent, right? They were being effective. And the aggressor or the oppressor became aggressive. And that's why they have these extended uh, sentences. They call them just sentences. We call them revenge sentences. They call them um, correctional facility. We say that they are uh, housing units for our freedom uh, fighters. See, we have to uh, identify what's actually happening because uh, that will allow us to understand the seriousness of the situation. And that's why me and my brother, Abdul Haq, my comrade, and they struggle to free our political prisoners and make sure that they don't die in prison. Made a commitment to go on air live, to, to make a commitment to do this podcast uh, every Wednesday at noon. Because we say whether it's uh, one person or 100 people watching and sharing, it's the fact that our political prisoners have, got, have, have been given recognition, recognition that they deserve. They, have, they are doing time for us, so we should make time for them. That's why we're out here doing this. So we ask that you share it with at least 10 people. You can donate a dollar at the cash app. And do your part. Do something. Because we all have various talents. And that talent needs to be utilized. Because what uh, what good is it if you have a talent and you know that your people can utilize your talent, but you're keeping it to yourself and you're just criticizing what others are doing, but you're not doing it. And I think that Thomas and Carol, his example is so important because he... Uh, said that I am going to take a position regardless of what happens, whether I go in prison or I get assassinated. I accept uh, the outcome of my actions. My actions are correct. And if I don't do it, who will? So I think that that's what people need to um, know. And you being a political prisoner, what let you know that regardless of what was going to happen to you, why you had to take the position you took? I mean, just knowing this enemy, you know, knowing the history of, um, you know, what our people have been through and uh, what this enemy has put on our people, the uh, the death count, you know, uh, just knowing uh, the world history, how uh, similar acts have been uh, uh, perpetuated in every nation on earth, you know, by this enemy and uh, how our people here in America suffer the most wretched conditions of any people in the history of the world, you know. So this made me know that I had to move forward. I had to be a revolutionary. You know, I had to fight, you know. And, uh, you know, this uh, uh, kept me in the books, you know, uh, kept me in, in, uh, in, 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 a, in a program of improving myself and making myself better and more effective and standing up against this enemy, you understand, and knowing, you understand, uh, the principles of revolution and science of revolution, knowing that we're going to win. Now, this helped me strong, knowing that uh, if we practice uh, these revolutionary principles with honesty and integrity, you understand, and love for the masses, that we're going to win. And indeed, we're going to win. And this is what kept me going on. Right. Kept me strong. Exactly. So while you were incarcerated, people were uh, fighting, they were organizing, right. they were home, that lets you And they were fighting the enemy on many, many fronts. Exactly. They understood that um, you made the sacrifice, so they need to sacrifice their time. I think when we talk about Thomas and Carol, we talk about uh, those who made that uh, ultimate sacrifice by giving up their life because they know that their nation was worth it, that we need to salute them. And the way we actually salute them sincerely and genuinely is by doing the work, by organizing. And I was, I was watching a piece 
um, with, uh, with the Black Panther Party and uh, Bobby Seale was talking and he said, uh, it's not that the man uh, outnumbers us, it's the, uh, the man uh, organizes us. And I thought that that was very important and it let me know that, you know, our political prisoners can't come home uh, by the intensity in which we organize. It's uh, not about um, who's doing the work, but it's uh, the, those, the quality of work that we put forth. That intensity, that how serious are we about our, our political prisons? So um, that's why, you know, I think those who donated uh, to um, this uh, this platform, and um, I'm very appreciative of that because those posters I have circulated in Basley houses, uh, South Jamaica houses, uh, also in a number of houses in East New York, Brooklyn. Um, I have upcoming. I will have some circulating in. Um, in uh, uh, Queens, great houses, because what these posters are letting people know is the idea of a political prisoner. It says, it says what is a political prisoner, then it provides the definition of a political prisoner. It's very simple. And then after that, it says, don't let political prisoners die in prison, right? Because we have to identify what a political prisoner is. We have to continuously uh, go over that definition of a political prisoner so it becomes uh, second nature. So when we're talking about political prisoners, nobody can take us off course and say, oh, those mm-hmm. people aren't what you say they are. They're criminals. They committed a criminal act and therefore their sentence is not just. We say that their sentence is done because the oppressor felt threatened. We say that their sentence is unjust because uh, they represent the interests of a people, a people that want to move forward. And their effort and their work uh, definitely uh, put us in that direction because it let us know that uh, if you want things to happen, you have to be prepared to do them yourself. You got to go out there, talk to people, engage. You got to sacrifice time. You got to make the distinction between what is in uh, dealing with uh, entertainment or a form of escapism as uh, as opposed to activism and a revolutionary um, methods and tactics that are going to put you in a position to uh, acquire some power. Right, because we all get up every day, we work nine to five, uh, five, day, five days a week, which is 40 hours. That's time away from our family. So one third of our day is spent at a job. And you know, we think about that. That's a lot of time because that's not even including the time that it, it prepared you to go to work, including uh, getting yourself ready, ironing your clothes, making your meals, and then transportation. Right, So it's actually more than a third, a third of your day. So we have to look at that. And we say, what are we getting in return besides, besides the paycheck? Because the corporations are fighting for their interests, and they don't care what's being done to us. Uh, uh, and, and we give so much of our time. And, um, you know, that brings me back to Thomas and Carroll. Thomas and Carroll were telling other nations, right? He said uh, he was challenging their foreign debt, right? Don't pay them back. You know what I mean? Right. We, have, we have the resources. We know who we are. We know what they're doing to us. And let's organize. Let's have some level of solidarity. Like, they're not going to penalize all of us and we all don't pay. Right? What are they going to do? Put two billion people in jail? Exactly. Or, or send their uh, military to all these areas in Africa. And, you know, that's going to exhaust their military forces. And that's going to put them in, in a vulnerable position. And I think that we have to be clear about that. And we should understand what that means to us, common people, working class people, regarding uh, how we look at ourselves and our position of power. And the same thing is goes for um, uh, the struggle to free our political prisoners, the struggle to not let them die in prison. 
how well, how intense are you organized, right? So you go online, change.org, they have online petitions. And the online petitions can be signed and shared with a number of people. So now you have thousands of people signing your petition. So if you have a thousand of people uh, signing the petition, now those who are uh, in position of power to uh, sign the release of a political prisoner being uh, given a compassionate release, they're under pressure because they know that they want that vote, they want these people to uh, recognize them as beings for justice or just person, they have to make a decision because now their credibility is on the line. And I think that we identifying that, knowing our power, need to utilize that. I think what does a community need to know about their position regarding freeing our political prisoners? Well, brother, you just said it a minute ago. The people need to know their power. You know, uh, everything that we've done, everything that we've accomplished, you know, has been because of the tremendous uh, power of people put pressure on the government. You understand? Uh, there's been uh, very uh, many uh, examples in history of people power being successful. You know, and um, and the enemy who's outnumbered vastly, like we outnumber our enemy, you know, uh, will have to cave in to the uh, political pressure of the people, you know, fueled by an understanding, by a, a, a political education, by a love of self, you understand? A love of self demands that one fights, you know, to free those fought for us, you know. Um, uh, it's kind of ironic that when the enemy kills our martyrs, that they bring our martyrs to life, you know, and, and give them perpetual life, you understand? The, the, the fight that the martyrs had, the people take up that fight by studying that history, you understand? And the respect they have for the people who fought for Comrade George, uh, Brother Malcolm, uh, uh, Chairman Fred, example here in America, you know, their ideas, you understand, become multiplied in the being of the masses who study, you understand, this phenomenon, you know, so the enemy, you know, um, cannot win, you understand, against the power of the people, and the power of the people is multiplied exponentially, you understand, by understanding the, the, the fighting spirit for those who came uh, before us and taking that up, you understand, and, and bringing that into their being, you know, the total fearlessness that revolutionaries have, the honesty, the integrity. For example, talk about the, the integrity of Thomas Sankara just yes, now, yes. you know, um, the uh, uh, uncompromising, you know, cannot be bought, you right. know, uh, you know, cannot stood on principle, stood on principle, you know. Um, you know, uh, mm -hmm. that, that we have a treasure, we have a historical treasure, you understand, to enrich our people, you understand, to make our people strong, you know, and so uh, we're saying that uh, we must tell this to our youth, you understand, uh, our youth might have ways that they think that, that is going to make them powerful, but uh, we have a way that can make our people powerful, make, make us powerful. You know, to uplift the whole race, you know, something glorious, something uh, magnificent and magnanimous, you understand, to stand.
need to share these values, share, share these ideals, you understand? And these things um, are seeds that grow into a, 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 a mighty, mighty, like the brother planted uh, 10 million trees, you understand, to, to reverse the, the desert in Africa, you know, to uh, uh, grow something beautiful in our race, in our people, you understand, to develop black power. In our lifetime. Absolutely. You know, black power is um, self-determination. Black power is the right for us to exist. And we decide how we will exist. But that has to be done by organized effort. We decide if our political prisoners would die in prison uh, or not. And that has to be decided uh, by the, the, the method and the tactics that we uh, use to bring them home. Sundiata uh, Cody. Uh, was brought home. Jale uh, Abdul Mukti King was brought home. Uh, uh, Dave Gilbert, he was brought home. And, uh, you know, Russell Monroe Schultz, he was brought home. They did not die in prison. And that was uh, not because the state wanted to bring them home, but the people uh, were resilient and fighting to bring them home. Uh, you know, unfortunately, it takes a number of years for that to happen because uh, I guess it's because of uh, the number of people or the intensity in which we organize to uh, bring our political prisoners home is done, you know. And I think when that intensity is uh, strong enough, and uh, it gets done in a, in, a, in a way or at a time that we want it done, because all change happens by a people's organized effort. So I think that you know we said enough at, uh, on this episode. Uh, we uh, invite you. To participate with us uh, next week, the same time, uh, we'll be talking about Che Guevara. Uh, talk to your family about Thomas and Kara, his sacrifices, his commitment. His he was called the Che of Africa. Yes, he was called the Che of Africa. Yes. Africa right. uh, so talk to your family about him, have your children uh, learn about him, and uh, learn about what it means to stand on principles. Um, so, again, share with 10 people, subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's NEPPC. And uh, continue to support uh, our platform, which is exclusive to uh, political prisoners. We talk about what's going on at the time and we're related to political prisoners because our political prisoners are related to all our issues all of the time. So, brother, uh, your closing remarks? Yeah, I mean, how are we going to let the little prisoners die, die in prison? Come on, y'all. You know, let, let's get up, you know, let's put on the boxing gloves or take off the boxing gloves, you know, that way. You know, and rumble, you know, increase this fight, you know, uh, build the power of the people, you understand, uh, you know, just like Thomas and Kerr fought for what was righteousness, you know, all that fire in us, that energy in us, uh, that militancy, you know, uh, directed towards something real. You know, what's it called? Free them all. So as we always do, we're going to close off with a close remark from our brother, Killer Mike. He's like, Michael, it is time that you guys organize a fund to set aside to help people who sacrifice for our freedom. Me, we, every time something happens, I hear this. Why don't the gang bangers jump up and do something for them? Why don't you kill them and kill each other? And I say to myself, when is the last time you sent money to Asada Shakur? When is the last time you sent money to Matuba Shakur? When is the last time you sent money to Mamiya Abu-Jamal? or Larry Hoover, or Jeff Ford, or Leonard Pelton. When is the last time you have made it your
dollars a year toward taking care of civil rights leaders who have worked on our behalf and are elderly now and don't have to take care of themselves, like Rosa Parks, whose rent was paid by the owner of, of, of um, Little Caesar's Pizza. We should have had a fund to make sure that she never had to worry about that again in her life. We should have a fund that makes sure money makes it to Asada Shakur. And Matulu Shakur has has, has legal, has legal representation and food. And Leonard Pelcher, who has... Um, diabetes in jail can get insulin and take care of. And until we start doing it, $10 a month is about what you pay on a couple fast food restaurant visits. So if a million of us do that for the rest of our life, look at how well we'll be taking care of the people that we're asking to sacrifice on our behalf. I agree. And uh, recently... Thank you once again for tuning in to the NEPPC podcast, exclusive platform for political prisoner work. Join us on... Uh, next week, as we continue this uh, discussion about uh, martyrs in the month of martyrs. Anyway, uh, peace and love. Be well in your travels. Always take care of your mental health. Contact us at 347-679-3936. Again, that's 347-679-3936. Email us at sefusankofa at gmail. That's S-E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A at gmail. Again, that's S. E-F-U-S-A-N-K-O-F-A at gmail.com. Peace.